Hello, good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Monday, the 12th of February. And as usual with all the information contained in this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research. Contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right. Well, let's kick off, as always, with those scores on the doors. We have the Dow Jones, a bit of a nothing night, nothing burger night for the Dow, down 55 points or 0.14%, 38,672. It had a high of plus 8 and a low of minus 158. NASDAQ, though, having a much better night, up 197 points, just shy of 15,991 up 1.25%. The S&P 500 closing up 0.57% in the middle for Diddle as always to 28.7 points higher. Closing above 5,000. 5,026.6 points. So a pretty interesting night once again for the U.S. market. VIX volatility index not doing much. Russell 2000, though, had a good night. Uh, that was up uh, 1.5%. Looking at tech stocks in the U.S., once again, screaming ahead. NVIDIA, when will it end? Up 3.6%. AMD up 1.8%. Netflix up 0.5%. Meta, the artist formerly known as Facebook, down 0.4%. Tesla up 2.1%. Amazon up 2.7%. Alphabetti Spaghetti up 2%. Microsoft up one6 Apple still dragging the chain a little bit. Up only 0.4 of a percent. U.S. banks, though, not doing an awful lot. We had uh, J.P. Morgan pretty much unchanged. Mastercard and Bank of America, not much change there either. Wells Fargo down 0.6, and Morgan Stanley and Goldman's not doing much either. CBA overseas was up 0.7, and UBS in the U in the uh, European trade was up 0.6. Barclays down 0.6, and Deutsche down 0.1 of a percent. But it was really those tech stocks once again driving the market. We did see the consumer price index in the US rising 0.2% in December instead of the 0.3% reported last month. Annual revisions to the CPI data from the US Labor Department showed uh, that it should add confidence to the Fed that the inflation rate is heading durably, according to one analyst, back to 2%. So there we go. Uh, as far as U.S. bonds go, we had uh, 10 years up 4.17%, 2.3 basis points higher. Two years, 4.486, three basis points higher. And the Aussie 10-year in lockstep pretty much with the U.S. 10-year, 2.4 basis points higher, 4.176. Bitcoin flying at the moment, 5.9% higher. The Aussie dollar, 65.15. The U.S. dollar index not doing much at all there. Looking at uh, commodities, we had Brent crude up 0.1% or 8 cents to 81.90. We had WTI up 60 cents, 0.77%. 77.30 gold not doing much, down around 8 bucks, down 0.4 of a percent. LME copper down 0.3, nickel down 1.4, aluminium down 0.3, zinc down 1.4, LME lead down 1.2%. Tonne doing okay, up 2.7%. We saw the iron ore price pretty flat. Uh, obviously, China closed for the uh, new year. 
and uranium slightly higher, back above 100 bucks a pound US, 101. Lithium pretty much stable. In terms of commodity stocks, BHP up 0.23%. In ADR terms, Rio down 0.28 points, uh, down 0.28%. Glencore down 3%. Freeport down 2%. Anglo down 2.1%. Arcadium Lithium up 0.2%. Albemarle up 1.3%. Sigma up 27 we did see some falls in uh, oil and gas stocks. Exxon down 2.1 and Chevron down 2%. And looking at our market today, Spy Futures doing absolutely nothing uh, over on Friday, Saturday. So uh, we've got not much of a lead in from the Spy, uh, not a huge lead in, slight bias to the positive side of things, I would imagine. Uh, from the US tech space. Uh, We've got resources which came under a little bit of pressure on Friday. Uh, The index was up six points. Banks were pretty much flat on Friday, but it will all be, the index is really pretty much a sideshow today. It will all be about results, and we have had a few results already. Orizon has recorded a 26% jump in earnings in its first half of 24. Earnings before interest rate, tax depreciation, and amortization, EBITDA, up 26% to 847 million declared a dividend interim 9.7 cents 60% franked maintained guidance of between 1.59 and 1.6 billion EBITDA for FY24 so that's a pretty precise number JB Hi-Fi has topped first half expectations sales of over 5.16 billion although down 2.2% in the first half net profit fell nearly 20% uh, to 264.3, but that was above expectations. Uh, consensus estimates for earnings before interest and tax EBIT uh, was uh, for 363. It made 386.7. Uh, so that looks as if it's okay there. Car Group as well out this morning, previously known as Car Sales, the artist formerly known as Car Sales, recorded double-digit revenue and earnings growth for the first half after completing the acquisition of US-based Traders Interactive, also pushing into Brazil with the Web Motors. Uh, Revenue increased 18% to 531, earnings before interest, tax, depreciation, amortization. EBITDA grew 19% to 277 million. Also reported a statutory profit of 117 million. Cameron McIntyre said customers continued to prioritise premium advertising products in a more challenging micro environment. So that's some good news there for them. Also out this morning, we've had a little bit of speculation in the AFR that APM, which is the human services business, is pitching itself to potential investors. And we have also seen um, numbers out this morning. Dreadlock Resources reports results of target generation soil samplings. If you're interested in Dreadlock Resources, and if that is your game. Uh, Stanmore Resources has entered a definitive sale and purchase agreement with South32 in regards to Eagle Downs. Uh, it's going to acquire South32's 50% interest in Eagle Downs Metcoal JV project and 100% shares in Eagle Downs Coal Management. Um, We've also seen um, Ordinate out this morning. First half EBITDA, 10.1 million versus a year ago, 4.3. Net profit after tax, 4.7. Revenue, 46.6. 
which is up 51% versus a year ago. The outlook remains consistent with statements made at the release of the FY23 results. They say they will expect Ordinate to double revenue in the medium term. So that looks okay. ANZ out this morning with its uh, CET1 ratios, uh, 12.6 at the end of December versus September's quarter, 13.2%. Bit of news from CSL. It has received some top-line results from its Phase 3 Aegis 2 trial, uh, which is evaluating the safety of CSL112. The study did not meet primary efficacy endpoint of MACE reduction at 90 days and no plans for near-term regulatory filing. So that looks like a bit of a short-term fail for CSL results, of course, this week. Alkane has reported assay results from Kaiser, including 41 metres grading 3.05 grams a tonne of gold equivalent. Borrell downgraded to neutral from overweight at Jardins. Target increased, however, to $5.80 from $5.35. CSLA has got in on the act with Borrell, and they have increased the target there to $6.40, from $5.30, upgraded to outperform from underperform there. There is speculation in the Australian today that somebody could be looking at fleet partners. So that is interesting. A little bit of consolidation maybe in those uh, leasing, car leasing space and salary sacrifice, etc. That is about it so far. It's going to be an interesting day to see how Car, Horizon and JB Hi-Fi React CBA, of course, on Wednesday. CSL results as well this week. So it's going to all be about results. SPY not doing much. The underlying index last week lost around 54-odd points. But it is results season week two. More on week one roundup in the Henry's Take this morning. Also, what to look out for in week two. Car was one that we added to the Osbiz Investment Committee portfolio, fantasy portfolio, one that I've liked. It'll be kind of interesting to see how that one performs today a little bit more of that in henry's take well that's about it today thanks very much for listening as always may the trading gods be with you have a great day and we're back again at lunchtime with the members exclusive podcast and in this afternoon with the end of day podcast